Hello there. On Sunday, May 5th, Stephanie Vesper, a lifelong member of the Prince of Peace community, passed away tragically at the age of 34 from a cycling accident. This last week, our community gathered together to celebrate her life, to mourn her passing, and to cling to the promises of the resurrection. There was an outpouring of love here at the community, at the church, and uh, at the worship service. The following is the sermon, the eulogy that was proclaimed at her funeral, and we hope that it provides just a glimpse of hope in the midst of our mourning as together we cling to the promises of the resurrection, that the tomb is empty, and that life and love win. Grace, peace, and resurrection hope to you in the name of Christ Jesus, our Savior and Lord. Amen. We are gathered here today to remember and give thanks to God for the life and witness of Stephanie Vesper and her 34 exuberant years of life on earth. We gather at the crossroads of our immense sorrow for her tragic passing and our undying affection and love for a woman whose spirit has made this world a better place. We gather to mourn, to remember, and to ultimately give thanks. Together we mourn the loss of a daughter, a granddaughter, a mother, a spouse, a co-worker, and a friend to so many. We mourn the loss of her spirit the conviction in her speech and the way that Stephanie brought an undeniable energy everywhere she went. Before I continue, I want to be clear in expressing that it is okay to mourn in this place. It is okay to cry. On Sunday, when I received the phone call from Pastor Jonathan informing me that Stephanie had died in a tragic cycling accident, my heart sank. And I was overcome with shock, disbelief, and sadness. We live in a culture where far too often we're tempted to put on a smile, when in reality we're being torn apart inside. We're trained by society to ignore our grief. And we're tempted to treat our sadness with shame. But the truth is, our grief cannot be contained in a time frame or a singular worship service. Our grief will last a lifetime. For our love for Stephanie will always remain. No matter what you are feeling, I want you to know that you are justified in your feelings. If you are overcome with sadness, then cry. For your tears are a physical sign of your deep love for Stephanie. If you find yourself angry, press into your anger, for it is justified. You are not alone in your anger. And if you find yourself numb, don't feel ashamed. Rather, know that feeling paralyzed in the wake of a tragedy is a normal response. And if you are feeling scared, alone, or uncertain about the future, I encourage you to share those feelings with someone. 
because our faith is made whole in community. Whatever you might be feeling, know that there is space in this place for all of who you are. So I'd like to invite everyone in this moment together to take a deep breath in and let it out. And another deep breath in and let it out. I want you right now to look around this room. Go ahead. Look around. Stephanie loved you. Stephanie loved you. Stephanie loved all of you. Her co-workers at the hospital, her friends, extended family, whether you were in her life for a short season or for decades, Know that Stephanie would want you to know that you matter to the world, that you are a gift, and that she loved you. Steve and Nancy, Stephanie loved you. You were the best parents that God could have ever given her. You did a remarkable job raising her and showing her what it means to be a woman of purpose and passion. The burden you bear in losing a child is overwhelming. But know that you will never bear that burden alone. For we love you. We are here for you. When you are weak, we will try to be strong. When you don't have a prayer, we will pray on your behalf. When you need a shoulder to cry on, We've got plenty in this place. Stephanie loved you. Michael, Stephanie was proud of you and loved being your older sister. She was so proud of who you are and your service to our nation. When you first joined the military, I'll never forget the time she remarked to me, you might have been a soldier, Pastor Lorne, but my brother is my American hero. <laughs> He's the real G.I. Joe. <laughs> Stephanie loved you. Rod, Stephanie loved you, was inspired by you, and found great comfort and companionship in your love and devotion. You brought her tremendous joy in your partnership. The grief and uncertainty of losing a spouse is devastating. But know that many people, your friends, family, and the Prince of Peace community are here to wrap their arms around you in love. Malachi, Gideon, Phineas, and Alexandra. Stephanie adored each of you and it was her life's honor to be your mother. Each one of you brought her great joy and happiness to her life, and she was proud to be your mom. The love of your mother will live on forever inside each one of you, and she would want you to know above all else that you are cherished just the way you are. And there are so many people here today who love you tremendously your father, your grandparents, and this community 
while mourning alongside you will also continue to love and care for you unconditionally, just as your mother did. Her love for you will never die. It will live on forever. Today, we also gather to remember and give thanks for Stephanie's unique life. Stephanie Shannon Vesper was born on November 21st, 1984, and spent her childhood growing up alongside her brother under the care of loving parents, Nancy and Steve. Listening to stories from her family and close friends, it's safe to say that from the earliest age, Stephanie was always, well, uniquely Stephanie. As a child, she was full of spunk and energy and wit. Just the other day, when arranging these flowers for today, Nancy, her mom, remarked that even at two and a half years old, Stephanie was full of quick comebacks and was always sharp on her feet. She fell in a hallway, tripped over a box as a little tiny toddler, and said, well, how inconsiderate. Uniquely, Stephanie. Stephanie was direct, blunt, and brutally honest. You always knew where you stood with her, and she modeled for so many what it means to speak the truth even when the truth makes you uncomfortable. I'll never forget the first time that I met Stephanie. And I will admit, at first, I was a little bit afraid of her. It was my first week as a new pastor here at Prince of Peace, and it was vacation Bible school week. I was rotating around to different stations to meet the volunteers and introduce myself bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. After a delightful conversation with the volunteers down at the craft station, I decided to head towards the old kitchen to meet Stephanie, who was in charge of the snacks. Go figure. Stephanie in the kitchen, right? In the kitchen, I found a woman barking out orders to her helpers. Turn the oven on. Cut those strawberries. More M&Ms, please. And passing right by me with streaks of pink and green hair came Stephanie. She paused. She looked at me. And she said, hey, dude, you going to help or just stand there? I instantly like Stephanie. (laughs) Each one of us has a Stephanie story, or two, or three, or more. She was adventurous, and she had a free spirit. She loved the outdoors, gardening, caring for animals, and finding adventures in the midst of the ordinary. She loved birds, and trees, and flowers, and anything that grew. Stephanie was also a spitfire and had a wild streak. She did not follow the norms and expectations that others put on her. She was a woman guided by her principles and possessed a passion for life that was contagious. She was passionate about the earth and our call to care for creation. She was passionate about children, her own, of course and the countless others she cared for as a nurse and a foster parent. She was passionate about cycling and racing, 
and forming community with others, she had determination and grit and an edge. You know what I'm talking about, don't you? It was the best kind of an edge a person could have. She came across as confident and certain. Imperfect? Sure. Human? Of course. Broken? Yes. A sinner? We all are. Deviant? Sometimes. She lived a full human life. To me, the remarkable thing about Stephanie is that she seemed to live with a sense of freedom and abandon that we all craved. She embodied this spirit of a bird, one of her favorite animals. Her spirit soared high, and like a bird, she moved with the wind or against it, never constrained by traditional pathways. She tried, though imperfectly, to elevate higher. She was also a passionate foodie and loved nothing more than to set a table and to feed her friends. Today's gospel reading from John was chosen with Stephanie's love for feeding others in mind. Like Jesus, Stephanie preferred to embody her faith with action. Just as Jesus shared a meal with his friends and got up from the table to wash their feet, Stephanie also modeled for many of us what it looks like to embody hospitality and generosity towards others. Nobody lavished extravagant food on people better than Stephanie. Take VBS, for example. It's vacation Bible school at a church, and the snack room for all of the volunteers was overflowing with jalapeno poppers and chicken nuggets and M&Ms and cut-up fruit and a cheese spread. It was unbelievable. That was just here at church. She lived out her faith in a way that was never judgmental, harsh, or critical of others. Rather, she embodied an inclusive and grace-centered life of service to others in the world. And today, we give thanks for what Stephanie taught us all about the character of Jesus and his ministry. That love is not reserved for a chosen few, but meant for everyone, no exceptions. That living was meant to be full of life an adventure. Jesus says in John 10.10, I have come that you might have life and have it abundantly. That children and their circumstances matter deeply to God, so we ought to invest in more than just our own. That even in the midst of the most unthinkable tragedy, life has a way of emerging. Life has a way of emerging and greeting us anew each day. So much more could be said about Stephanie, but knowing her, she would probably be giving me an eye roll right now at this point, and she'd say, move it along, Pastor. So here we go. Stephanie's untimely death came to us in the midst of the Easter season where the church remembers that Christ has hallowed every grave through his death and resurrection. Easter reminds us that the very worst thing that could ever happen to us will not be the last thing. Our pain and our grief are real. 
and undoubtedly will have lasting effects for all who loved this woman. And it is our faith in God that compels us with the same spunk and grit that Stephanie so beautifully modeled for us to proclaim in the face of unthinkable loss that life and love win. Life and love win. Because Christ's tomb is empty. Stephanie shall be too. For death has been swallowed up in the victory of the resurrection. For just as Jesus was raised to eternal life, Stephanie shall be too. Not because she was perfect, not because she was blameless, but because she was loved by a grace-filled, merciful, redeeming, all-inclusive, all-embracing, radical God who says, I have overcome everything that would fracture, demean, divide, and disparage you. I have overcome it with my love. And so walk and live in the light. Stephanie's riding in that light right now. In closing, I wrote a blessing that I imagined Stephanie could have written herself. And so I invite you right now, if you're comfortable, to hold the hand of someone next to you as you receive these words. May you go from this place full of sacred love for one another, filled with the Spirit of our God who calls us to tend to life in the midst of our pain. For there are still trees to plant and gardens to tend and chickens to chase, mouths to feed, children to love, trails to explore, and most of all, people to care for. May we all be inspired to live and eat and drink and play and pray and ride and sing and most of all, love in her memory. Amen.